mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we'd have it all together by the time we were in our 30s. And we don't. We really, really don't. No, we don't. And that's totally okay because today we have Neely Fisher, otherwise known as the Flexible Chef. She's going to join us today to talk all about cooking without losing your sanity, mm-hmm. making your meals work for you and your family. And I am in desperate need of this conversation and her cookbook that she's promoting right now called Food You Want for the Life You Crave. Kayla, you're still a new mom. Yeah. And this is a new year and you're having to learn how to take care of yourself and also take care of this child. And I'm sure Tanner's having to learn the same thing too. How has having a child changed your um, dining habits? I mean, I think the question is how hasn't it changed our dining habits? Because before I loved cooking and I thought it was, you know, therapeutic and wonderful. And I always got excited to make dinner every night and that kind of thing. And um, now with a new baby, which everyone can relate to this because whether you're in school or you have, you know, a ton of work happening, we just don't have time always to make a meal. 
but it's so difficult that I found myself last night trying really hard to make dinner. And then it was later in the afternoon and I just went, you know what? Nope. Gonna order something. And I felt guilty about it. And I was even researching this book that teaches you how to make <laughs> dinner easily. And I still ordered something in and I'm embarrassed about no, it. That is totally okay. Um, well, you have a child who's going to be eating foods, like sampling foods. Are you going to start making your own baby food? No, hell no. Oh my gosh. We were, we had this machine that helps you make your own baby food. And I just looked at that and went, nope, definitely <laughs> not. Put it on sale on Craigslist. Someone bought it right away. It was great. I did it for you like it? a few weeks. Yeah. Candace. I know I was crazy. I don't know. I, I like was crazy. I genuinely was like steaming peas. I had, uh, we had this, she was an incredible, um, nanny, especially going back for that first year was really tough. And and, uh, and so she'd kind of like give me ideas of easier things to make. And there were a few weeks where I was, I would meal prep. I would freeze a whole bunch of like prepped pouches of blended peas and blended carrots and like mix apples and pears and bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Because you weren't a lead on a TV show at that time either. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. It only lasted for a little bit. And uh, what's a little bit like a few weeks. And wow. then I, I know it was it's crazy when I look back. But then I realized, OK, I'm, I'm overextending myself. Thanks for making me feel really good right yeah, now. You're welcome. Um, No, but it's true. You can easily overextend yourself. And it's like fun sometimes to like I think that's what I'm really excited to kind of talk about today is this idea that like it always has to look the same. Like just because you like cook dinner all the time, you have to like always have a meal on the table and it has to be something that everybody likes and it's gotta be beautiful. And what I like, uh, what we're going to discuss with Neely today is the how and the why, like, why is it so important? Why, do, why do we stress out so much about putting a meal on the table as a family and, um, and why can it maybe sometimes take the joy out of it and how can we bring some joy back into it? Um, because I love that. It's also easy, I'm sure, if, as you've seen, it's easy to kind of get caught up. I think um, generally, you know, women are maternal creatures and we want to take care of people. We want to take care of others, which can also lead to not taking care of ourselves. And that's why a lot of moms have a really tough time, especially within that first year. And then I think it's it's hard to kind of get that back. And it's so easy to lose yourself in like taking care of everybody else. Do you feel that? A already, thousand yeah. percent. I mean, I already took care of everyone else over myself. And now when you have a baby, it just magnifies that so much. Um, <laughs> I missed an audition the other day and because I session went till two o'clock. I got there at two Oh seven and they wouldn't see me. And I came back and our friend Amanda was doing me a favor and watching Poppy. And I came back and I burst into tears because I just, you can't do it all. And I've really been trying to do that. So um, I think with the new year, I'm going to try to just accept myself for the way that I am and know that it's okay. It's okay to not do it. And I really hope that Neely has some bits of wisdom that I can take home with me. Yep. And we can put it in the freezer and you can use it whenever you want. I love it. <laughs> so without further ado, guys, we're going to talk to Neely Fisher. And we are here with Neely Fisher, the flexible chef. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And all the way from... Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, so how long you were living in Hong Kong for 15 years, 15 years. Yeah. Wow. And then you guys were living here in the U S before that, I'm assuming we were before that way, way, way before that we've, we bounced around a lot 
and uh, in a way, I guess that's why I've had to keep it flexible, yeah. um, right? When 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 you're on the road and you've got to navigate the terrain, you kind of, you have to just go with the flow, right? Yes. Did going to all these different countries and cities and living throughout in their culture, did it influence your style and your type of cooking? Oh my gosh, in all ways, particularly because living in Hong Kong, 15 years ago, you couldn't even get a fresh salad at any local restaurants. And we I was gluten-free at the time, which nobody even knew what gluten was 15 years ago. It seems like it's everywhere, but then it was like gluten what? Yeah. And so if I wanted a muffin, I had to make it. Mm. And so many of these things were inspired by the fact that like we really couldn't go out to eat and I had to make it my own. And I had kids with various different dietary preferences as like basically every kid is, right? And so I needed to figure it out. When did you and your husband meet? How long have you guys been married? January is going to be 21 years. <gasps> wow. That's a lot of meals to cook. I know. <laughs> Congratulations. That's amazing. And you guys have four kids. We do. Um, and you're not only a yogi, but you've uh, practiced yoga and you've also been a yoga teacher for a very long time as well. Mm -hmm. um, were you teaching when you and your husband met? I wasn't. I actually was in the fitness industry that back then I was teaching. He used to come to my, he, he worked nights in Asia. We were living in New York City. So he used to come to my either 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. yoga class, uh, spin class at Equinox. And I was personal training around the city and stuff. So did he only go to your classes because he had a crush? I'd like to say so. <laughs> no. I love it. I don't know what other women's classes he went to. By yeah. The way. <laughs> Now, at this point, were you cooking? Did you ever think that you would have a cookbook? Um, or did that kind of evolve once you had kids? Because you're a mom of four. Yeah. So I always loved to cook. I used to surprise my parents when I was a teenager with like the same surprise Saturday, you know, spread or whatever. It's like, I just made you a surprise meal. Um, so I always loved to cook. And my mom was always cooking. There was always an aroma of something she was baking in the oven. And so she was my inspiration. And so it was always like a fun passion. I never thought it would be a work thing or a, like, I always thought I would be a psychologist and I always knew it was going to be in fitness. And so I never knew that food was going to be a career path. Um, I started actually funny when we first got married, um, my husband, the first night that we were home, he said, um, I said, what do you want for dinner, honey? He had no idea that like I was going to be cooking dinner. Like he oh. didn't know I was going to get married and then dinner would be served. <laughs> and so I was like, well, what would you like? And he's like, how about, uh, eggplant Parmesan? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I call my mom and Google, actually you couldn't Google at the time. What am I saying? I guess I just called my mom. You asked Got Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> I get an eggplant. I make this nine by 13 huge eggplant Parmesan, which I don't eat, but okay. Anyway, he barely touches it. And I'm like, oh, um, you didn't like it? He's like, well, it was good, but like, I don't, I don't like eggplant Parmesan. I was like, well, why'd you ask me to make it for you? He's like, it was the most complicated thing I could think of. And I was just testing to see whether or not you test. knew how to cook. Oh my we God. We had eggplant Parmesan in the freezer for a whole year. <laughs> Yep. Well, one of the things I love about your cookbook is you, you know, if any sort of mistake happens, you teach us how to repurpose things. So, um, you know, if you burn your brownies, you can then make chunky monkey ice cream and all this kind of stuff, which I appreciate because we all have moments like that where we'll, you know, make something someone doesn't like, or we'll have blunders in the kitchen. My, I hate my oven. I have a really strong hatred for my oven because 
if you set a certain <laughs> temperature, it doesn't always go to that temperature and I need a new oven so badly. And so I can imagine all those mistakes happening all the time. And um, I just feel like there's so much in your cookbook about the flexibility in the kitchen, which is mm. really important because yes, you can follow a recipe step by step, but there's so much more to it than that. Totally. Candace and I kind of have a love-hate relationship with cooking. We love it, but it just demands so much of us in our daily lives. I've decided today that I don't want to like I I realized this morning, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go to the grocery store and get food. And then I'm going to have to make it. And then people are hopefully going to eat it and like it. And then I have to do it all over again tomorrow. And I kind of just don't really want to, but I also don't want to spend all this money on Postmates because like that seems to be the alternative these days. And we've been spending so much money on Postmates. So I mean, with four kids, you work full-time, your husband works full-time, you just get up really early, don't you? You're going to tell me that you get up and you journal and you meditate and then all of a sudden you make pancakes no, for everybody. No, her whole thing <laughs> in her cookbook is about simplifying in the kitchen and that's what we need. So help us. Okay, first of all, I do wake up early because that's my favorite hour no, and I does. can't, but it's not, you know, some people are early people and some people are night people, right? Like get me to stay up past 9.30 p.m. It's like not going to happen, right? So and it's also my stolen time and I get, it's when I work out. If I don't, then I just, I lose my, it's like the magic hour of my day. It's, mm-hmm. it, How early are we talking? I, five. A.M.? Mm-hmm. But I get, that's your time. It's my time. It doesn't it's belong the best. to any, I don't do it because I'm supposed to. I, I do it because if I miss it, it's like, oh, it's for, before anyone else wakes up. I can have a clear mind. I can decide what I want to focus on without getting distracted. I don't go to email straight away. Um, it, it's a way to plan my day so that yeah. when dinner time comes around, I actually have a plan, right? Like I, I feel you cause I'm in that, I'm actually in that place right now. We're renovating a house and things are crazy. I'm like, I don't want to cook. And you know what? There are things in my cookbook that address just that. Like it's 6 PM and with all my best intentions, what the heck is for dinner tonight? And so, and I don't like, there are so many days where I'm just like, I don't even want to look at food. Like, I don't even want to eat it. I don't want to make it. I just don't want to deal with food, right? And and it's and it can often be, I talk about the passion and and there is passion in the creative pursuit of putting beautiful things on the table. But some days you're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And so Or you just don't have time to do it. It's not that you don't yeah. want to, your schedule doesn't allow. Right, true. Especially for full-time working moms and single moms and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of other things that take precedence, but dinner is important and having that time together is important. So how do we simplify? I love you have 10 steps in your book right before you share the recipes, <laughs> which really makes a difference. I mean you step one is um, what go deep and find your why. So identify your inspiration. How did you figure out how to do that? How's, how is that step one? I think that's first of all, fit the hardest step, right? Figuring out why you're doing anything. You know, you want to lose 10 pounds. It's like, because I, you know, want to fit into my jeans and then what? Mm-hmm. Well, when I fit into my jeans, then, uh, you know, I'll feel good about myself. Well, then what? Well, then if I feel good about myself, I'll like chase my dreams. Well, then what? Well, if I chase my dreams, I'm going to fulfill my destiny and find freedom and love in my life. Well, that's a reason, right? Like, so identifying really why you're doing anything. Hey, why you're putting dinner on? Why is it important to sit down for a meal instead of order Postmates, right? It's because I we don't have time together otherwise. It's right. the only time we have together as a family where no one's on their phone and we're looking at each other. 
and we get to genuinely talk about the day or even if no one wants to talk about the day, we're still like in each other's presence and company. Mm-hmm. So it is important. That is a really good step one. It is a good step. And now you talk about eating in the middle. And this is something you refer to a lot in your book. And this is step two. So mm-hmm. eating in the middle is is what? Explain that to us. So I I don't know about you guys, but I think almost every woman I speak to has had food stuff, whether it's, you know, I'm not going to eat that or, you know, either wanting to lose weight or gain weight or something about her feeling about herself and it somehow revolves around food. And so for me, I had so many ups and downs in my life, the crazy diets and feeling shit bad you, about you, myself. You can say, I'm, yeah, you're oh, good. Feeling shit about myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I, I arrived at a place where I inspire in the book, um, where I can zig and zag a little bit from my midline. I can say like, okay, I know how much pizza and pasta I can eat without feeling sick and bloated the next morning, how much alcohol I can drink without having a hangover the next day, like how, you know, things or things that I can't do at all because I know that they affect me poorly. And I think so many of us have the power to really experiment using our life and our kitchen as a laboratory and figure out what works for us and doing it our way and finding that place in the middle where you can feel good and look good and be confident and and where food can serve you instead of be your enemy. Mm. Or that it has to be so extreme. Like that I like that you say that there is a middle ground because you also talk about the fact that like you went on your first diet at 11, which is very young. And the fact that you knew what that was. And, and then as you got older, you tried like the lemonade diet and you tried like a diet where you just ate crackers and did sit-ups. I've never heard of that one, but I, <laughs> I think I made I that know one where up. You, okay. Let me just say it doesn't work. Because so. I remember the grape nuts diet. Remember that? Oh my God. Or like, you know, the, it's true. There are all these like crazy things. And I totally tried the lemonade thing too, which is basically where you drink lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and then honey? Maple syrup. Maple yeah. syrup. Because I remember Beyonce did it once for a movie. And I was like, well, if she's doing it, I've got to do it. And it drove me nuts. It drove me crazy. Um... So yeah, of course it drove you crazy. You're like so piled hungry. up on maple syrup. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but the the fact that you've tried both extremes um, and then realized that I think every, especially in this day and age when everyone's doing like diet teas and stuff, it's like, no, we need to take care of ourselves and be healthy. Exactly. So, okay. So this is what I need help with, which is step three is like... <laughs> you say like make a plan and stay organized. Now I try to do that. And I have a little baby right now. She's three months old and I'm like having a really hard time staying organized. And I, so how do we grocery shop effectively and stack our fridge and our freezer effectively so that we can stay organized so that at 6 PM when we don't know what to make, there's options. Well, first of all, it's really normal to feel frazzled. I mean, when I had three-month babies, I don't think I was doing what you look amazing and you're doing a podcast and that's crazy. So (laughs) congratulations for your success. Um, There are things you can do to make your life easier, even with a three-month baby. So in the mornings, if- Get up at 5 a.m. Great. (laughs) Whenever you have your time, even if it's 20 minutes on your phone- Um, I like to make my menus in advance so I know what I'm preparing for. I mean, it sounds kind of simple, but actually it's just smart. Quote unquote, like meal prepping on a Sunday kind of idea. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, identifying what we're going to be making. So Sunday is, you know, chicken and rice and Monday is quesadillas and salad, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I map out what I need. Then I make a shopping list and then I look at my calendar and I say, okay, when do I have pockets of time to do these things? What can I order online and have delivered? I'm a huge Jungus fan of that. 
Um, what can I not schlep around to do? I, I hate going to more than one place for groceries. Thank you. So like either identifying one place you can go to or just getting lots of different places to deliver it to your door. I have meat delivered, fish delivered, everything delivered. Um, it also means I don't have to like, I hate carrying groceries for my trunk, loading them up and making seven trips. Somebody else can do that for you. So um, doing all of that. And then I also, a couple other big things, and I talk about this in the book a lot. Um, I do all my prep things in advance. So for example, if I'm making something that calls for onions tonight and tomorrow night, I'll pre-chop my onions. Or I mean, you could buy pre-chopped onions if you have the budget and you feel like it. But in any way, somebody or you should pre-chop your stuff. Because the hardest part about cooking, I find, tell me what you guys think, is the prep. Mm -hmm. Like if it's all laid out, you're like, oh, did you do one, two, three, just mix and match. But it's the chop and the prep and the clean and the whole thing. Anytime you're doing one of those blue apron things, they're like, it takes 20 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, well, it takes 20 minutes if everything's already chopped for you. And they show it and it makes it look so nice. I'm like 30 minutes in still chopping peppers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you do find I know my favorite is when I finally get to the table and my husband's like, so, and I'm like, not yet. <laughs> Just everyone else talk and I just want to watch you eat and nobody talk to me. Just compliment it, even if it's terrible. And you, okay, so you have four kids. I, I want to get back to the roadmap, but I also want to take a minute to ask you about what if they don't like what you make and like, what it, do you, are you the parent that goes, no, you're going to eat it. Like I've made one meal and we're all going to appreciate it. And everyone's going to clear their table, like clear the table and we're going to enjoy this meal. Or do you kind of cater to each child? That's a really hard, good, good and hard question. Cause for me, it's different at every stage of their life. Like if my 16 year old doesn't like dinner, he'll just come pour himself a bowl of cereal in an hour. So like, I can't really control that. Like, mm -hmm. so, um, and, and to some degree they'll just take care of themselves. I can't like force it down an older kid's throat. When my kids were younger, I, you know, it's a bit of a like trial and error. Like you kind of want to make things they like. So sometimes you'll make something that they don't like it. Then you learn for next time, I'll make something that they like. I don't make them finish their plates. I do, uh, I shouldn't say force, but like I encourage them to try something new. They, they don't have to like it, but they should try it. Mm -hmm. um, I also think if you make good food and follow my recipes, just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you make good hearty food that is good, they'll eat it. Like, I mean, boiled Brussels sprouts, like my kids won't eat that no matter what, but if they, I roast them with some butter and some miso and crisp them up on the edges, it's like, well, you know, so I do think that you kind of have to be okay with like, all right, people didn't like it. How can I repurpose those leftovers tomorrow? Like, I don't know. Do you have an example of something, let's say you're, you just made that you're Meatloaf. Like. Sometimes I crave meatloaf. Sometimes I'm like, what? I, I know it's weird. <laughs> I miss my Boston market days and I used to love meatloaf. I mean, so every once in a while, I just want a really good meatloaf. You really are a Southern girl. I know. <laughs> and, and they, everybody hates meatloaf. And there's some days when I'm just like, I want to make the dinner about me and what I am craving since I'm cooking it. So and then what, no one eats it. And what, then I'm the only one that's eating meatloaf. How about always. this? Meatloaf base it's I haven't made that in like 70 years but like <laughs> it's has? like ground beef and spices and stuff yeah. that look, and then it looks like a banana bread yes. but it's okay it's like a bready it's like a banana bread made of it's meat what it yes. has a loaf yes. of meat it's a loaf of meat 
<laughs> well, if you're making yourself that, first of all, they sell um, these mini, I wish you could see me doing this with my hands right now, but like they sell these mini pans. Have you seen them? Like a little mini muffin little, pan. Well, like it's like a loaf pan, but like okay. a minier version. Okay. So you don't waste the whole thing. So you could take your ground beef and make like burgers or bolognese for the kids mm-hmm. and make your meatloaf. It's basically the same ingredients and you're not wasting that much time. So you could do that. That is a really good fix, actually. Thank you for solving my meatloaf problems. You're welcome. I've actually been wanting to make meatloaf for a while. I might even make it later tonight through my tears. <laughs> my Back mouth is watering. Not. <laughs> Anyone want to stay for dinner afterwards? God, no okay, so um, make a plan. Well, I just did that. Um, master the rules. What does master the rules mean? What are the rules? So uh, when I talk about mastering the rules, it's really about mastering any rules. If you think about anyone who's an expert at anything, right? Take a chef just because we're on the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to become a chef, you first have to be a cook. You need to learn the basics. You got to learn how to stir, how to saute. You got to know what it means to brown an onion. All the rules of cooking a chef needs to master before he can then go ahead and the next one's going to be break these rules. So in order to break them for the best results, you really need the foundation. It's same thing with any, I mean, choose any profession, right? This is not anything new that anybody doesn't know, but anything that you want to master, you first have to learn. You go to school to learn your trade and then you can be the expert at your trade, right? And so I think people try to kind of, you know, run before they walk in so many ways, right? It's like even in a, with diets, right? Do your research, figure out like what are they, what are, what are the rules of this diet and what makes sense for you? Then you can pull, you know, extract the things that make sense for you and say, oh, I see, um, you know, like the, the whole idea is to, you know, eat lots of oils and reduce sugar. Got it. And then you go, okay, well, let me just do it my way. So. Mm. And do you teach your kids to cook? Like your oldest is in college. Have you like, cause last night, um, I was heading out and my 14 year old asked me how to make a grilled cheese. And I felt like I just failed her. And I need to, I'm like, wow, I have not taught her how to make a proper grilled cheese sandwich. Or you have, and she just wanted you to make it for her. (laughs) I know, but still, um, have you taught your kids to cook? Do you have them cook with you? Or what does that look like with teenagers? And and, well, they've been on like shows with me and like they help me prep and, and I have had them in the kitchen. I don't like make them. It's not like, okay, everyone cooking class in the kitchen. It's more like I'm in the kitchen. They come in. They offer to help. I show them how to do it. I, I mean, now I'm going to have to ask my college son if he knows how to make anything. I did <laughs> offer to like get him a crock pot and all these like cool mini blenders and like great little college things for his room. He's like, I, I, I can't. It, no, not, not in a not, dorm room, mom. No. <laughs> I don't have room. Do your kids eat gluten-free as well? Yes, they do. They do. Um, in moderation? Well, we're, I, have, I, I don't have gluten at home. So whatever they choose to do at a certain age outside the house, I sort of like, okay. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. Get 20% off when you use promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. New Year's resolutions don't always stick, especially ones that focus on health. One time, Candace and I tried Dryuary, which basically meant we didn't drink for all of January. 
and I think that may have lasted a week, but Daily Harvest makes it easy to eat well. They deliver thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted food right to your door, and everything can be prepared in five minutes or less. Daily Harvest is something you can enjoy year-round as a quick solution to get your fruits and vegetables you need every day. They work directly with farmers to harvest organic fruits and vegetables at their peak and freeze them within 24 hours to lock in their nutrients. Choose from more than 65 different options like smoothies, hearty soups, harvest bowls, and overnight oats. Each recipe takes one step to prepare with room to make them on your own. And you can add your favorite milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl and top it with avocado or a fried egg. My absolute favorite are their smoothies, and I can add my oat milk to it, and it is so good. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code CHALLENGED to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code CHALLENGED for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. And we're back. Did you were did you realize that something were you diagnosed with a gluten allergy or did you kind of process of elimination cuz um you were saying that you realized that you needed to get rid of gluten many years ago when it wasn't like a popular thing that was discussed. Yeah, so I had um my oldest son and a newborn baby. And um, I was having some stomach issues. I couldn't lose the weight from the baby. He subsequently was complaining about stomach issues. And so both of us actually went to see a naturopath, believe it or not, after seeing some traditional doctors. And she said, have you tried giving up gluten? And I was like, what's gluten? Mm-hmm. And uh, so thus began the inquiry into what that meant. And we went gluten-free, which in those days meant that you really ate like the cleanest, healthiest diet, right? We ate salads and we ate chicken and salmon and just very fresh soup and yeah. like, you know, I couldn't buy gluten-free muffins, breads like you could today. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we instantly, I mean, within a month or so, all of his symptoms went away. Um, my other son's asthma completely cleared, um, because it's inflammatory and, um, we just felt great. And, you know, it's like the break the rules part of that. Mm-hmm. I think as we've been doing this for a long time and you kind of learn like, I'm fine with soy sauce. You know, if there's no tamari, I'll have the soy sauce. Like what, what, what things can I eat that like don't actually affect me? So it isn't a rule that I do because I said I would, it's more like, I just feel better without it. And I, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Makes sense. I know I, my, my youngest has, um, asthmatic tendency. She gets asthma, especially it flares up really bad when she's sick or if it's, uh, the fires here in California, Mm -hmm. especially. Um, but reading that, I was like, I've never even thought about that. Hmm. Like having that because you're right. It's like an it is an inflammatory based um, issue. But and so thank you. I was it was appreciated reading that. I'm actually thought about giving that a try. Are you guys going gluten free now? I don't know about that, but I definitely. I know, but I do realize like for toddlers, how much like sugar and bread and starches and the snacky stuff because they just want to snack and they're always hungry and it doesn't matter how much like fruit and veggies I provide like at a certain point she's just going to want like a bar or like a you know some goldfish Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and so it's easier that way but I know that I want to make the time to provide healthier options yeah it's just and then it goes back to just like planning out the day and stocking the fridge right and well, that and that's and the enjoying thing. it. Yeah, your next step is multitasking, and instead of multitasking, you call it single tasking, which I love, and I think that's such a good kind of omen for life is to just like instead of trying to do a million things all at once, do one thing really well. Because I'll find when I'm cooking, I'll throw the onions on and then like go switch the laundry over and that kind of thing. And that doesn't ever bode well. So like, don't do that. And so I really enjoyed that idea of this 
the single mindset and it does seem a little bit like therapeutic you kind of the way you write about it it feels like it's a little cooking can be a little therapeutic do you experience mm-hmm. that for sure and exactly when you're not frazzled and trying to do a million things at once like you know you pretty much always burn the edges of the cookies when you run to do the laundry and be like come I'll be right back how many times have we done that we work on something else and we come back and we burn the thing so yeah especially in the kitchen like give it the attention if you're already investing in the ingredients and the time give it the attention it doesn't mean that you can't make lists and have your phone and like be smart about utilizing your time do some splits on the countertop however you, <laughs> however you want to spend your time but how did you um, know <laughs> do you cook every day no. So one of the things that I was going to mention earlier about the getting organized in advance is I love to double batch and freeze or to pre-do something and have it for later. And I always have stashes of something in the freezer. And some nights are like maybe more complicated because I'm like, you know what? It's time for a you know robust uh, you know beef dish with lots of things, you know, whatever it is. And some nights it's like, you know what? It's gluten-free pasta, maybe some, you know, Fried halloumi. Do you guys do that? Oh my What's God, that? So I mean, but it, you make it sound so simple and it's not fried halloumi. Like, you just yeah. buy the halloumi cheese in a packet. Oh, just it's the, cheese. It's a, it's this amazing, like you must try it. I have a recipe for it for, for a salad um, for breakfast. Anyway, you just pan fry it with no oil, just in the pan, little cubes like tofu kind of. Uh-huh. Um, and then I sometimes I'll put out a little salad bar. By the way, don't get scared. That just means like a whole lot of chopped things and bowls and people can make their own mm-hmm. and throw some halloumi on top and that's dinner and that's like 20 minutes. So sometimes, I mean, everyone has to eat every night. Sometimes it's complicated. Sometimes we order Chinese in, like, I don't know, like it depends on the day, Yeah, but there's always something on the table. My husband and I are always like, we have to eat again? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it just be easier if we only had to eat once a day or something? I mean, the idea of taking a minute to pause, but with the pace of life, you can't always pause every meal. And I realized I'd never lived with, like, I was just reminding our oldest, I'd never lived with anyone. Like, I only lived with, like, one, uh, like, barely. I've never lived with anyone over six months. So I went from always living by myself and, like, fending for myself to then immediately being in a family of five and we're all living together. And that transition, especially when like surrounding food, because when you're on your own, you're just kind of like, oh, pita chips, hummus with a weird spread on top and then turkey slices. You're like, excellent. This is a gourmet (laughs) meal. One time Candace stayed with me for maybe over a week or something. And I swear we just ate a cheese platter. The entire time we ordered, we got a giant cheese platter and put it in my fridge. And then we legitimately just ate cheese. For, and that's all you need. However long. That's all you need to do. But so now when you're with single, children, you do that. Yeah. Yes. With children in a family. It's so true. By um, the way, some nights though, you could just go to the supermarket, buy a rotisserie chicken and like shred it into a stir fry or make a chicken salad and put, so you don't have to spend an hour doing everything. You can cheat a little bit. Yeah. Nobody will know. Well, I was just like, that's like definitely your next one is cheat, <laughs> cheat a little, like just go for it and cheat. And that I get cheating, <laughs> cheating, I can, cheating, I get. So when you say cheat a little, what, what does that mean to you? Yeah. I mean, basically go buy the chicken, mm-hmm. you know, take a, you get some, yeah, I don't know, gluten-free cookies and crush them up and buy some lemon curd and drizzle it on top of some raspberries and like that's dessert. Um, go to the grocery store and buy the ready, the, 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 the pre-chopped cauliflower rice instead of chopping it yourself and just throw it in the saute pan or, or order in and just take out your beautiful plates and don't eat it off of like paper, but like make it beautiful anyway and pour a glass of wine with the 
you know, Chinese yeah. takeout and be, it's, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like you said at the beginning, it's about the time sitting with each other and don't stress out about it. I think that is the key too, is to when you decide to cheat a little, not beat yourself up for cheating, because that's something I could definitely see some of us, myself included doing is, oh, I cheated. So, you know, but it, it's, it's okay. It's okay to cheat. You can't do it all. With, um, with kids having to go through, like, I'm sure with four kids, like there's activities, right. And all the drop-offs, like, could you, especially when your oldest son was living at home, did you have like what a typical day looked like as far as working in feeding everyone and yourself and making time for yourself Mm -hmm. and what that, like, for instance, like today, it's just even just my husband's out of town. So just getting everyone like functioning, I'm already like, I'm over it. I don't want to like have to figure out what I'm going to do later. And I know I'm going to need to, I have to, because you have to feed the people that we you're raising. We figured it out. Meatloaf. Yeah. Meatloaf. I'm going to do the meatloaf. And then you're going to freeze it. And so you don't I'm, have to make dinner tomorrow night. Yes. <laughs> but what would a normal day look like for you? Like, would do you do like avocado toaster? Would you have like those freezer muffins? I love, and like, do you defrost them in the fridge the night before? Do you put mm-hmm. them in an oven? Okay, wait. So you mean like food, a food day feeding yes. everyone? Okay. So um, breakfast, I don't know what's like in your house, but like, no, I don't wake up and meditate and then like leisurely whip up some pancakes and play some classical music as I'm doing it. It's more like okay. mad dash, like, oh my God, I forgot to wake him. It's 6.30, run to the kitchen. We have seven minutes to get breakfast. Everyone's running out the door to their buses. These I love. Your breakfast pops. So let's talk about that. Perfect, that, perfect that thing to talk good, about. Right? That would be a good solution. Yes. You guys, she has these fruity coconut breakfast popsicles that I can see on a day like that. You would bring it out, pull out a popsicle. They can eat it on their way, so you don't even have to dirty a bowl at home and it's clean it up. So later. smart. It's like chia seeds, coconut milk, and it's basically just like a little smoothie on a stick. There you go. Mm-hmm. I love that. This I seems also make doable. frittatas the night before or two nights before or freeze them and pop them out or whatever. They could just gra- – instead of having to make eggs in the morning, they just grab one. I pre-measure all my things. For example, if I'm making waffles, which is not that complicated. It sounds – actually, it sounds kind of like you make – why would you make waffles? But actually, I can't find good frozen gluten-free waffles mm-hmm. where I live. Um, but I pre-measure all the dry ingredients. So all I have to do in the morning is add the egg and milk and pop them in. It literally takes seven minutes. That's all I have. So really thinking about doing it the night before so you don't have to. Smart. Yeah. No, that is very smart. And then for, and then lunches, obviously, everyone kind of like, you know, when they're in school, they're all busy. But then it's like the after school snacks. Everyone's always hungry after school. And then you got to get dinner going. Like at that point, do you just kind of like have things labeled? Do you have things figured out in the fridge? Or have you just kind of, are you, do you start at the beginning of the week and prep the entire week? So uh, snacks are a big one. I feel like everybody wants to know about after-school snacks. I'm I'm not a huge advocate of giving them a ton of snack in the afternoon because then they won't eat my healthy dinner that I mm-hmm. prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like as the kids get older, they they come home famished. So I have to like let go of that theory because they're actually starving when they come they home. They need two lunches. They, yeah, kind of. So I'll sometimes just leave stuff out. Like I have like a list of approved snacks, especially when I travel and someone else is taking care of them. I have like, this is what you may feed them when I'm away. So it's like, you know, almonds or I have a homemade granola that I make in batch and keep in the fridge for like, I actually have a it's chocolate in here, granola yeah. in, the, in the book, which is yummy. And I make it in the dehydrator actually. And so, you know, just put it out in a little bowl. And sometimes it's just like cut up fruit or veggie sticks. My daughter loves celery. So it's like celery and tahini or peanut butter, like nothing fancy. You just pop it out of the fridge and just, and then I leave it on the kitchen island. Everyone can help themselves. 
Obviously, depending on your kids' ages, your three-month-old still needs some help, unfortunately. I mean, she should start stepping it up at this point. I got her. She's fine. She's she's not eating anything else but me right now. So, Um, One of the things I love about your book is the ingredient flips. Candace and I were talking about this before you got here, how there's so many times you find yourself in the kitchen and you're like, oh, wait, I don't have this, this, you know, simple ingredient crap. Do I have to like stop this whole thing and run to the market? No, you just have to flip open your book and realize <laughs> other things that you can use. I didn't realize you could use coconut oil instead of butter, which that sounds healthier. Is, is yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Okay. Like I use both. Okay. I'm not a dietitian, so I couldn't say healthier. They both, whatever I say, somebody will argue with. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes you don't have fresh butter or sometimes you want to make it dairy-free. Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, I, I just love the idea of having this. I think it's really accessible that way. And you're, I love your last step. It's just enjoy, trust yourself as a chef, enjoy it. And I think that that is something, if you can have confidence in the kitchen and cook with love, and then you can just make your ingredients and, and the whole experience better. It is hard though. We've had a rough morning this morning on our podcast, (laughs) um, which we'll talk about, but like, it's just been, you know, it's hard. So I think finding the inspiration can sometimes be hard as well. And my favorite thing about cooking, especially in like modern day is the fact that we are all so obsessed with the word busy. And that is something that I really do appreciate about cooking is you're right. It's like, don't multitask. You just need to focus on one thing. So I do appreciate that. And that's part of my why is that not only is it going to bring everyone together in the family, but it's also going to like allow, it's like my own version of meditating. Cause I still, after all these episodes, guys, I've not mastered meditating. I've still only done it the one time. <laughs> um, and that's kind of my meditation a little bit is when I know everyone's kind of out of the kitchen and I have that time to myself to just, yeah, prep the food mm-hmm. quietly before the chaos of the actual eating of the meal. And the reality is that not all nights do we have that luxury to just say, you know what, I have a full hour, I'm going to play some music and pour a glass of wine and enjoy the preparation. But if you can, and when you do, I agree with you, it can be a form of meditation and it can be something that you look forward to. Like how can we, you know, think about how to take that idea to the rest of your life, the things that we want to avoid because they're challenging or hard or annoying. And by the way, the things that we don't have quote time for, because we're too busy all studies show there's a woman named Laura Vanderkam who just wrote a book about this, about how like we actually have more time in our world and our life that we think like the busiest of women still get a manicure once a week. Like <laughs> we make time for the things we want to make time for. So even if it's once a week and you say like, that's my hour that I'm going to cook and maybe cook three meals in one or whatever, but that's my time. And you know, it's, it is nice. And I used to like lock the door and be like, I'm focusing everyone, get up. Now the door is open. You want to come in and out. That's fine. But it is, it can be your time. Mm. Well, thank you for making the time to join us today (laughs) on this crazy morning. Um, and, uh, where can our listeners find you? So my website is the flexible chef. And um, at The Flexible Chef on Instagram. Love it. And you guys make sure to purchase her book, Neely Fisher's The Flexible Chef, Food You Want for the Life You Crave. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I'll send you some meatloaf. (laughs) I'm sure it's delicious. It's going to be great, guys. Thank you so much. So Candace, what is this obsession with meatloaf? I don't know. I I don't know if it's because so I, I loved like Boston Market as a kid. That, I that's a that's a like a fast casual restaurant, right? Yeah, you never know about Boston no, Market. I do, but it doesn't exist anymore. So I'm thinking <gasps> for some of it does. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Mind. <laughs> Come on, Cali girl. Wait, it does still exist? It's got to still exist. Okay. I hope. Otherwise, okay. there's no hope left in the world. Never mind. Okay. Um, I love Boston Market. I like meatloaf. It's comforting. It's yummy. It makes me feel like I can like eat ketchup at a mass amount, but it's still appropriate. You and Florence and your ketchup. I, I love know. It. We're a ketchup <laughs> family. You are. <laughs> Joe's really strict about the ketchup. But what anyway, yeah, I love meatloaf. <laughs> what do you mean strict about because ketchup? Because he prefers... You can't blow over that. What do you mean you only get a certain amount of no, ketchup? No, he prefers a specific ketchup. Oh. He only wants Heinz. In my head, he's rationalizing, like rationing your ketchup well, usage. with five people in this house, it gets really, fi- like really kind of like, cats and dogs about over yeah game of thrones (laughs) over ketchup if it's if the bottle's almost empty but anyway i like a meatloaf but i don't cook it as much because i know when i've cooked it no one else in the family likes meatloaf and so that kind of goes back into like what we're talking about at the beginning of the conversation of like finding joy for yourself a little bit and taking care of yourself and that's honestly why i like that neely was like just get a smaller pan and make it personal size and i'm like Oh, yeah. Genius. Genius. I definitely think I'm going to start freezing stuff more because not only did you guilt trip me into making my own baby food and freezing it, (laughs) um, but I am also going to just try and meal prep a little bit more. And I think that it's smart to do that. It does seem like it's fucking hard, though. I have to say, like, I think she made it sound easy and I'm not sure it's that easy. And I guess I'll never know until I start trying. It's very true. It, It does seem it does seem hard. But today I was really stressed about the fact that it's now the late afternoon and I don't have like a full fridge of food and I need to provide for three children to eat dinner and have like a nutritious meal that's going to make them feel good and also make me feel good. And yeah, you can just go to the store and get a rotisserie chicken and get some stuff and chop it up and make a salad and that's, and make a salad bar. It's like, it can be that simple. And I think sometimes I feel like I've got to like put it in the oven and like try out this big extended recipe when you can kind of just keep it simple and and chop some stuff and that's going to be okay too and she also said you know when you order in you can just take normal plates put it on normal plates set a real table and that does change the mentality so maybe i'll try that mrs doubtfire did it and it worked out really well for her (laughs) you're right (laughs) well i hope that you guys took some really great useful information from this podcast episode and again you guys can pick up neely fisher's new book Food you want for the life you crave. You can find her. She's also known as the flexible chef on social media. I love it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. Get 20% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.